You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from Glorzo, where Glorzo is peace and Glorzo is good. Everything is Glorzo, and Glorzo is interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is quite the intro, Brandon. Thank thanks. you. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for, thanks for having me. No, yeah, it's it's great that you could be here. Uh, as 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 I've said, he's Brandon. I'm Travis, uh, and this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. We're so happy to have you with us for another another episode, an episode where we get to talk about new Rick and Morty, uh, and you know, new things are happening all the time. We're 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 trying new tools. We're uh, we're trying to improve as podcasters and as people. Uh, especially, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially. But how how are you doing, Brandon? How how does this week find you? I'm I'm doing I'm doing really good. I, I sent you an article earlier about uh, choice paralysis in the psychology of having too many choices and and being able to un, to not make choices because there's there's so many out there. And really, the key is to limit the amount of choice that you have or develop a sense of it's good enough. And yeah, and and so welcome to apathetic enthusiasm. <laughs> so I just want you to know uh, that when you're when you're going out to Amazon, and you, you find a bunch of stuff that you want to buy. You know what? Limit yourself to just a couple of reviews. Don't overanalyze, and just and just buy that that uh, that grill, that pellet grill you've been looking at. Just buy that pellet grill. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, we're we're so happy to have you here with us, everyone. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, there are lots of ways that you can keep up with the show. You can follow us over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, or you can send us an, set, zap, 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 zap. You can send <laughs> us an email. And just type mangled letters like I just spoke uh, into that Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. We, uh, we haven't gotten a lot of emails lately. So send, I mean, we've gotten a lot of emails. So they're mostly spam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we want an email from you. So send us an email on your thoughts about these episodes. Uh, you can also keep up with us over on the web at, uh, at on Reddit, Rick and Morty podcast.reddit.com or the official subreddit, Rick and Morty.reddit.com where Brandon's always up in those post-show chats pinned at the top of the subreddit <laughs> that's that's right it really this was just this podcast was just a way for me to just boost my karma yeah to, to Fle- flexing nights. that karma hard <laughs> uh, uh and of course uh rick and morty pod.com is the website for this podcast uh we are streaming live right now to uh, the one viewer, uh, I'm sure there's there's a few of you watching right now over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm or twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, we want to have a special short out right at the top of the show before I forget to uh, Matt Miller, who who just followed us on, on on Twitch. You can follow. You can find out when we go live. Uh, we, we don't just go live on Mondays, guys. You know, so we go live other times. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed or following out there so that you can see every time we go live, uh, whether that's, you know, a game stream or uh, an impromptu puppet uh, watch party. I don't know. I don't know. It could, it could be anything. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. We, we got these game capture devices and we have yet to actually use them to. We have not actually used them. We should, we should, 
We should do that soon. Uh, finally, you can support the show over at T Public, which is having a flash sale. I believe you guys, there's a flash sale happening. Oh yeah. Go go to the flash sale and get your personally curated Rick and Morty uh, T-shirt designs. You can also get T-shirts with our faces on them, animated faces. Uh, you can. The easiest way to get there is apatheticenthusiasm.com/shop. I, I saw uh, I saw that flash sale email earlier today, and I thought, you know, I should maybe I should maybe I should put this out there on social media to do. And then I read the article about like how to promote organically, and I was like, ah, too self serving. Not going to do it. <laughs> Not going to do yeah. it. What? We'll, we'll get to we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, finally, you can support the show directly over at Patreon.com/slash Rick and Morty Pod. Thank you to all the people that continue to make this show possible at Patreon.com. Uh, Brandon, yes. the, the intro takes a, a hot second. Uh, so, and we have so much to talk about. So without any further ado, uh, let's get right in to semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news. Welcome everybody. It's to semi-pertinent news. That's right. Uh, this is this is the first bit on interdimensional RSS that we usually cover. Um, let's let's just let's just go at it. let's go at it hardcore, Travis. I don't know if you I don't know if you mind if I go at it hardcore. I want you to go as hard as you can. All right. Oh, oh and we'll get into this episode here in a minute. Uh, first up, Solar Opposites is out. If you if you haven't been tracking, Justin Roiland, Mike McMahon. We talked about it last like six episodes. Uh, the Solar Opposites is the show by those two, and it's out on Hulu. All eight episodes are out on Hulu, so if you have Hulu, um, paid paid or or not, uh, it's it's out there. Um, Travis, what are you, I don't know how far you've gotten into the show, but are you are you done with all eight episodes? I I am not done with all eight episodes uh, because I had to do my my sonly and husbandly duties of crafting a, a good mother's day, uh, for the, for the ladies in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, other things happen, but I, I am several episodes deep. I'm actually checking my Hulu right now to see exactly. So I'm on episode five, so okay. I'm, I'm over halfway. Okay. Yeah. That, that's uh, the last episode I watched. Yeah. I, I like the show so far. It's, it's really interesting to me because, so much of it has like a Rick and Morty tone. There are times where I feel like this could be a B plot or like a, a, a spinoff of Rick and Morty. Uh, and obviously the voice acting helps having Royal end as, as, as one of the main characters. Um, but yeah, it's the show is good. It's funny. A lot of the, a lot of the humor is subtle and, and sort of hidden in, in spots that uh, I got, a lot of the things I like about Rick and Morty is in terms of like background animation and things. Uh, one of one of the main characters uh, wears a t-shirt every episode, but not in traditional animation fashion. He, his t-shirt is different every episode yeah. with like some like funny lo- uh, logo or, or, or saying on there. Um, so that's a, that's a fun little Easter egg to check those out. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think the, the pilot episode, the first episode I was like, all right, I'm not so sure. It had it had some great stuff in there, but by by three or four episodes in, the show is uh is rolling along and and it has it has it has a lot to like. What what, what were your thoughts? Uh yeah, again, you know, I, I got into five, the the five episodes, I finished the fifth episode. And 
what for those who haven't watched it yet, I won't spoil anything. Uh, but uh, Matt Miller in the chat mentioned the wall should have its own series. Won't get into what that actually means here on this this show, but the wall has become the more interesting aspect of that show for me. And 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 I don't know if that's necessarily by design, uh, but I I think a lot of people generally are kind of flocking to that that aspect of it. So I think I think that's that's really interesting for a show that is about not clovar that's a, a reddit mod uh was uh, you know whatever the main the main yeah is. Tro, tro yeah it's not trover either it's not trover. <laughs> although there is a banner for trover on one of the in like the 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 you know the new york city uh main street whatever but anyways yeah i i, th I think it's good I'll, I'll definitely finish it um and yeah this it's gonna be great um but uh, you know enough about solar opposites. Yeah, this isn't the solar opposites podcast. We'll probably do a standalone episode it, of this show. Yeah, about I think in expect that in about I don't know five episodes or so uh, of this podcast <laughs> when we're again in the doldrums of no Rick and Morty. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a season recap of Solar Opposites. It's, it's just a matter of time. Doldrums. Doldrums. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, but uh, let us know what you guys like and dislike about Solar Opposites, and, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. 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 Uh, Another another news bit. Uh, if you are a Spotify user, uh, I'm not 100% sure if this is out on other platforms as well. But uh, Rick and Morty's doing a, a real bang up job of releasing Rick and Morty music out to Spotify. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we got the the studio cut of Snake Jazz. Uh, from Ryan Elder, uh, it was released to Spotify, and then here we are the day after the episode, and Glory to Glorzo has been released on Spotify for your listening pleasure. This is the song uh, by Ryan Elder, who he actually worked with Dan Harmon, who does vocals in That's this right. song. That's right. Yeah, and, it's, it's, uh, it's, out, it's, it's out. uh I got. I gotta say, this song has been stuck in my head all day. And I, I get the feeling it's been in yours too, because we keep like, while we were doing podcast prep, we kept like accidentally like starting to sing it or like, yeah, it's playing in the background now on Spotify. Uh, glory to Glorzo. Yep. Really we don't know the rights, so we should probably limit that, <laughs> that as that, much yeah, as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, 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 sure. sure, sure. Glory to glory, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really like this trend. I'm hoping that this becomes um, more frequent where we get tracks from episodes like the next day. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know that we will. I, th I, I hope that we will. Um, but I mean, they, they've done a good job of releasing music from the show. Obviously this is a very musical show, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, this is, this is a good thing and, and hopefully it will continue. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I agree. You know, um, instead of, instead of waiting for, uh, a, an entire album that you have to buy at adult swim festival, the first annual adult swim festival, uh, I think it's cool to release that stuff ahead of time. And then, and then eventually you get the collector's edition. Um, yeah. 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 On vinyl out at an adult swim fest. That's right. That's you right. Know, in, in the, in the, in the burning sun. <laughs> um, um, so uh, yeah, if you have, if you haven't heard that song enough, make sure you head out to Spotify and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to talk about this, this next one because it's near and dear to my heart because I've watched every single of two episodes of, of community. Yes. There's going to be a community virtual table read 
uh, on this Saturday, this Saturday, which I don't know the date, uh, follow me up with that. Travis. Yeah. Yeah. It should be the 18th. Um, yeah. And, and the table read has already happened. Oh uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. But, but it is being released for public consumption on the 18th. Um, on the on the on, on the eight on the eighteenth. Okay. On on the eighteenth. So Joel no, McHale and Ken Jong uh, from Community, uh, they they actually do a podcast called the the Darkest Timeline. Uh, and for the podcast, they got Gillian Jacobs, Donald Glover, Danny Pudi, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, Allison Bree, Jim Rash, and creator Dan Harmon all to do this virtual table read. Uh, apparently there was a lot of interesting banter uh, before and or after the table read as well. Uh, I oh. heard that Donald Glover found out live that um, he is not in a group text that the rest of the cast <laughs> is in. Um, so, so that's interesting. But if you are a community fan, uh, Dan Harmon fan, uh, then definitely make sure you go check this out. And uh, I, I hear it's supposed to be a fundraiser as well. So Okay. Um, could be supporting a good cause as well. So yeah, go go check it out. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I look look forward to that after I actually watch the series. Um, and speaking of, <laughs> they, wa- they did like a season five episode, so I I also have not seen that episode <laughs> yet. Um, well, I know they're going to make a movie eventually. That's Six a- seasons in a podcast <laughs> right now. Um, but you know, you you mentioned that the very tail end that actually Dan Harmon w- was a part of that. Uh, which is interesting because Dan Harmon isn't isn't he's not on Twitter. I don't see too much of him now, unless it's one of these episode recaps or uh, post show things. But but he also is is want to do this special thing, and it's called Dan Harmon's Social Media Minute. Dan Harmon's not on Twitter. <laughs> he's only on Instagram. You're cheating. If you want to have a minute with Harmon, you gotta. Go on Instagram. Gotta get with uh, yeah. my friends. Yeah, not, I, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert here, guys. Uh, Dan Harmon, Social Media Minute. Here we go. Uh, this uh, clip I, I picked for uh, the Social Media Minute. Um, there's there's a lot of Dan Woodworking happening on, on, on the internet, but this one's a little bit different. Um, and, and the caption for this one is, uh, this is a valuable cautionary tale for literary snobs. If you spend a hundred years correcting everyone that refers to the monster as Frankenstein by saying, I think you mean Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) It's not going to result in everyone suddenly deciding to read the book. Uh, at best, it's going to make future generations think the title of the book was Frankenstein's Monster. <laughs> this is apostrophes all over again. And, and I want to play for you now uh, what he is referencing within the caption. Okay. That looked more like a museum than a residence. It's like something out of Frankenstein's Monster. Ah, there you go. It's like something out of Frankenstein's monster. Uh, so, and I like, I love the video clip right at the end there where you can hear uh, Dan Harmon cracking up uh, right before it cuts out. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Dan watching some sort of true crime show or something that he is always watching. Uh, and the narration 
saying it's something out of Frankenstein's you, monster. You know, you know one, of, one of my favorite things to do nowadays is I read something and I, and I, I can't attribute it to any person in specific. And I apologize if uh, if you're listening and you're like, hey, that was me. Uh, but one of my favorite things is to say, well, technically Frankenstein was his last name, was, was, the, was the creator's last name. And because Frankenstein's monster is technically his child in, in a certain sense, then he is also Frankenstein. Just, I mean, he's adopted. So, yeah, Frank- he's a Frankenstein. He's right. A, yeah. He's, right? He's, he's, he's a Frank. He took the name. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, that is it for our semi pertinent news and social media minutes. If you see something awesome in the news that is even remotely related to Rick and Morty, send it our way. Uh, we gave you all the links at the top. You can send us that email at Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and maybe maybe we'll feature it next week in an episode. Otherwise, we're not going to waste any more time. That's we're going straight to Glorzo. It's time for the main thing. It's the main thing. It's the main thing. It's it's the main thing. Your face. Your I'm like. <laughs> I, I can't stop now. I already started doing it. I got to keep well, going. So my face, my face is communicating two different things. One, um, this is the first time that we've used a different video service than we normally use for uh, podcasting. And this one cuts out a little bit differently at times. We've had a pretty stable connection, oh. but uh, some of like when you're playing music or doing different things, it's like, it's like a little iffy. So this is a live test. These are the things we learn by we learn by doing. Okay. Um, but you know, it's good to know. It's good to know that uh, if you go, um, it won't necessarily uh, come across. If I on make the if I make if I make noise, it sounds like like connection issues, like '90s era <laughs> modems. Then it's not it's not going to pick it up. <laughs> Uh, fantastic. Yes. Well, uh, well, welcome everybody to the main part of the show, which is where we talk about the episode itself, uh, which this episode today, we're talking about season four, episode seven, Primordius aired, uh, aired on Sunday night, uh, the 10th of May written by Jeff Loveness, who also wrote uh, never Ricky Morty before that. Um, and directed by friend of the podcast, Brian best, Jordan Newton, best friend of the podcast, best, Brian best, Newton. Best friend of the podcast, uh, Travis. It's, it's almost time for him to appear live on another podcast. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is uh, a podcast that will remain name re, remain nameless uh, unless Rename they name nameless <laughs> unless they name us. In which case, good on you. Uh, it's it, Matt Hardigan, I think, is his name. Anyways, mm. uh, the bronopsis for this this episode, Travis. Why don't you Why don't you get this? Why don't you get this? It's one? short. It's sweet. Get off my face, bro. <laughs> true true that um you know i did and i did have a synopsis for us and i don't know what happened to it uh but i think it went something like this our synopsis uh rick and morty they they fight off aliens oh uh where's summer that's it <laughs> it was it was better written I'll, I'll, when i typed almost it as complex as the actual synopsis <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, this was, this was another interesting episode. Um, I, before we get into the actual content of the episode, I, I am realizing something about myself when it comes to watching Rick and Morty 
and that's that um i don't know if i always enjoy rick and morty episodes uh, upon first viewing as much as i do in subsequent viewings and maybe it has something to do with being a podcaster and talking about the show and feeling like i have to like pick up on certain things but i realized that last night watching this episode i was i was like yeah it's it pretty good and then i watched it like three times today and i was like kind this is this is a pretty solid episode like i liked it a lot more today than i did yesterday I, i'm wondering if you are experiencing that same thing people in the chat are you feeling that way um how do you how do you feel about this episode watching it last night and have you watched it more than once and did your opinion change um yeah i would i would agree with you i would agree with you um when ne I, when we watched never ricking morty last weekend uh i thought i i had a really good time with that one immediately and because there was there were there was so much immediately to unpack because we we're all like uh, because it was a, a, a twister and you, it was a thinker and it, it, it didn't allow you to just be like, watch through and like, okay, yeah, this, this makes sense. Everything makes sense. It's a story, uh, from a, a to C. Right. Um, and so we could talk about it that night and unpack it a little bit more. Well, when we watched it, when we watched this episode, uh, Primordius last night, we watched it. My dog was, was whining at me the entire time. My, I wasn't in the right mindset, uh, to, to enjoy the episode. Uh, and so coming out of it, it's not that I wasn't impressed because the animation really, really caught my attention. And I think because there's, there's so much alien esque stuff, um, in there, I, I will kind of had higher hopes initially. Um, which come in, I, the, the last time um, I had such high hopes for an alien thing was independence day. I was looking forward to independence day when it came out in 96, I think. And then I saw it in the theaters. I was like, this is stupid. But then on subsequent watches, I'm like, this is a really good, feel good movie. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I was going to say, I don't, I kind of like independence day. Yeah. Uh, although I, I haven't watched it in probably a couple decades it's, so i it, can't i can't i can't speak to how it holds up no it's good it's good it's good You're, you you'll love it you love it hey everybody go check out our independence <laughs> our day. independence day podcast maybe we should watch that movie as like a netflix rewatch like throwback uh for fourth of july this year hey that's, a, that's somebody a write idea. that down somebody remember that <laughs> right, right, uh, yeah. yeah where's where's uh what's my puppet's name creepy joe or <laughs> creepy where's Rusty, Rusty, Rusty Schmeckelford is in the background. You can't see a bass, the green screen. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, I, so I did like the episode a lot more. Um, and I mentioned, I mentioned already, and, and we, we had a few folks mention, um, in the, in the stream last night, uh, about the, the animation and just how impressive the animation is. Um, and, and even, even if we didn't necessarily enjoy the, the story the first time around, it was just the the animation is just so damn striking. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and and from 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 the start, that opening shot in this episode is is really impressive in in the way that it kind of it's this weird like crane shot. Maybe I I think it's a crane shot uh, where it like comes down through the rocks and it kind of twists the perspective. So you as it, it's moving and coming in, you realize you're actually kind of looking down above Rick and Morty as they're walking through these tunnels 
carrying eggs with these these aliens on their faces. Um, and yeah, it's it's just that kind of thing where you're moving through scenery and 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 you have to animate everything. And I I'm I'm certainly not an animator, but I I, I can appreciate the amount of work that probably went into just that first few seconds uh, of of opening up the episode. Yeah. 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 And, uh, when they, when they come in, when they go into their badass, uh, their badass metal suits or like Gundam type style suits, uh, like that, that transformation must've been so fun to do, uh, from, from an anime stylings. And I know, I know Brian likes, uh, like, uh, not one punch man, but, um, oh shit, I forget. I always forget. I always, I always think one punch man, but it's not one punch man. Um, whatever. Anyways, I, I know, I know he's a big fan of that stuff. So, um, it must have been so fun to like board and, and, and put into actual action action. Uh, yeah. The entire action sequence where they're, they're tearing through the city in their, in their spaceship. Uh, there's, there's a lot of destruction going on in there. Uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot of things to put together one piece. Thank you. Yes. One piece in the yeah. chat. That's what's what always, cause it's one, p- it's a one, p- it's a one, p- it's, it's a, a one, one p pop. It's one pop and the plosive. Uh, <laughs> so it always, yeah. it always, it always, it always gets me. Um, yeah, yeah. Going, going, going down a list, list here. <laughs> all that face hugging, face hugging. Yeah, is all, what's, what's yeah. Next. It's a, it's, it's a face hugger episode, right? So, so this is, um, I mean, basically, you know, we you talk about our 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 synopsis a little bit, but the the episode opens up with Rick and Morty uh, being controlled by some face hugging aliens. Uh, and they quickly escape and and realize that they need to uh, somehow get off of this planet. They have to find their spaceship and figure out how they how they got there. And uh, yeah, it it's we we knew going into this episode that there might be some alien references. Uh, one with the title Primordius, but also then having facehugger aliens, which is from aliens. So what, <laughs> what, uh, what, what were your thoughts post episode? What are your comparisons being the, the alien connoisseur that you are? <laughs> I, I was, I was looking for a, um, a good way to, a good way to segue into talking about alien. And, and, and for those listening and for those watching, Travis put a very specific note highlighted in yellow in in the show notes and it says enter all of brandon's elitist film school bullshit right about here um and and that part of that is 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 self-inflicting because i did i I told travis in uh facebook messenger ahead of time like hey just let you know i'm about i'm about to get youtube pretentious on on this Um, uh, so here's your platform. I'll step away if you need, no, I'll, I'll be here to, to, uh, you know, moderate, but, but yeah, what did, what did you think? Okay. I, I kind of, I kind of wanted to wait to, to talk about this stuff because there's, there's going to be a bunch of, of things probably that we, we end up talking about throughout the course of, of, um, of the rest of the, this episode that will lead, lead into it. Um, but you know, fuck it. Let's, let's, let's just do it right now. Okay. Okay. We'll do it live because we'll that's how we make our show. <laughs> let's let's look at the art. We talked about the art already. We like how great it is, how great that is. Um, but let's also point out that there, that alien civilization is made out of dicks 
and balls and shafts. There's so many, there's so many dicks and balls in, in that. Did you, did you notice? I mean, I noticed I'm, I'm, I, I mean, there's, on the some, screen, I notice, there's some pretty know? phallic references <laughs> in, in the way things are drawn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, okay. I didn't, I didn't, and maybe I'm becoming desensitized due to the amount of Rick and Morty we watch, but I mean, you go all the way back to the pilot. Yeah. I Balls. mean, uh, the entire Balls. landscape when they were getting the mega seeds had, I mean, you just look at, you know, Justin Roiland's art style and, and there's a lot of, um, phallic drawings, uh, all <laughs> over the place. There with, is. With multiple shafts. And, uh, we didn't uh, we didn't put that in our our uh, our semi perts, but uh, Royland giving his mom a Mother's Day card and his uh, his own special animation. Yeah, style. I, I that's actually great semi pertinent news. Uh, retroactively, I think he is auctioning off that oh. card uh, for charity. So, oh. um, go follow Justin Royland on it's Instagram <laughs> and uh, see if that card's still available. If you want to put in a bid. For some original Royland art, and uh, and also help out some folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, back back to the show. That was our advertisement. That's our our plant. <laughs> okay, um, but okay, yes. There, there's 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 penis shaped things all over the place. Uh, when you first the alien, they have balls, right? Like the 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 face hugger is basically balls hanging from the mouth, and there's a tube that goes into their mouths, and so it's balls and dick going into the mouths of the, the hosts, right? Okay, that's that that's first thing. Uh, the, 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 the alien spaceship, uh, that they're going to, the missile that they're going to send to earth. That's a, is a giant dick and balls. It's in the shape of a dick and ball. It's <laughs> giant phallus. All right. Um, and there's, there's a couple of other structures. Glorzo uh, is peace. All right. <laughs> Glorzo is penis. There's another structure that, uh, like it's like the intercom system and there's like three different shafts and they're taught. It's just, it's a penis with, it's just a shaft of a penis and it doesn't have that. I mean, go back and look it, it's all over the place. Um, like vein, right. vein and all. I'm t- I'm telling you. Okay, there's a reason. There is there's a reason I bring this up, right? Because you asked you asked me last night, like, how does this compare to Alien? And I didn't have enough time to really kind of you know be pretentious about anything last night. But I had I had time I had time today. And here's the thing, Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, Alien Covenant, all the all the different Aliens. Uh, the Alien there there's bunch of film theory out, out there criticism uh, about how it, the alien series is all about uh, sexual um, you know, sexual repression sexual aggression uh, again like the face hugger uh, it's you know it's it's impregnating people it's it's using our sex against us uh, and um, it, the Although uh, Rick and Morty doesn't get into it during this episode, there's four different versions of the alien, right? So there's the egg, which the egg looks like it was originally supposed to be designed as a, a vagina. There was originally only going to be one slit, but it looked too much like labia. And okay. so they, they made it the cross stitch instead, uh, which which everybody is way more accepting of. Uh, then it goes as a face hugger, right? And or raping people's mouths, basically, and impregnating them. And then uh, the chest burster is just a, it's like a, a dick coming out of the chest, <laughs> right? And then the, and then the alien itself, uh, it's, you know, it's got the, the, the shape of the head is very, very phallic. And so HR Geiger, uh, who designed the aliens was, was all about that. And, um, and we'll, we'll put that, put that in there. So then we, then we talk about Rick and Morty and it's interesting that 
this wasn't their intent. I'm sure their intent was was probably just like let's throw as many dicks and balls in there as, as we as we can. <laughs> but I I just think it's really they they met that theme of aliens still in in a in a in a sense. And I'm not done. I'm not fucking done. That's that's not, just part. You keep you keep rolling. I'll be here when you when you need me. That's just that's just part one of of this of this extrapolation of of themes. Okay. Now that that's we talk about Alien, the the, the first Alien. Well, when Aliens two came out, the first one was directed by Ridley Scott. The second one is directed by James Cameron of Terminator and Terminator two and Terminator series fame. And and James Cameron took a, the concept of Alien, put it Aliens, and it turned into less of a like a like a taut, uh, tense uh, horror film and turned into like an action horror, action sci fi horror with right. all the space marines and stuff. And they, so he turned it into a, a war movie essentially. Uh, uh, it, like a loose allegory uh, of Vietnam, right? So, like, uh, the Space Marines are coming down. They're a uh, technologically uh, the war advanced civilization going to a an indigenous population and trying to eradicate them, right? And the then the population hides and then they they come fight, right? It's it's a, it's a pretty blatant allegory for for uh. Vietnam. Anyway, so there's 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 war aspects there. Now, in the episode, they talk about 9-11 and they talk about Pearl Harbor. And I'm not going to go any deeper than that because <laughs> I'm not trying to make it into current political affairs. But uh, but it's interesting to me that uh, there is a bit of war with Rick and Morty basically taking out all the, all the people. Now, the last thing, this is part three. <laughs> this is this is part three of it. You combine you combine the two. You combine the, the sex uh, the aggressive sex and you combine the war and, uh, get this like Rick and Morty take their spaceship with a giant dick and they're literally swinging their big dick around and destroying shit because they're, cause they're macho, <laughs> macho fuckers. Right. And they're just destroying everything. They're destroying, they're destroying this, this whole world, uh, because they are, because they can. And, uh, the woman, who is in charge of it, the queen, uh, she's just making things a better world. And uh, the men who uh, make accounts on Pornhub and, uh, you know, 14-year-olds jerking off, they're just they're going around destroying it. They're destroying things. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the things about this episode that I really liked was the the sort of commentary that they make. Um, and and when you you have the first portion of the episode and then going back, and 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 retelling it. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about nonlinear storytelling here in a minute. But um, just that utter destruction. And they even they even talk about yeah, it's great when there's no guilt, right? Like when like Star Wars, right? Like Star Wars, where you can just you can just blow up a hundred stormtroopers or blow up a, a star destroyer. And yeah, you know, like there's tons of people that were living on that star destroyer, but it's a cool explosion. So we're like, yeah, cool, it's fun. And you don't really think about the actual cost or what's happening. Um, but then this episode does something unique where it goes back and and forces you to revisit because because they left summer behind and see sort of the aftermath of that destruction and look at square in the face and be like, all right, well, yeah, it it was fun when we were, you know, nine uh, eleven. When I didn't nine eleven a Pearl Harbor, or I didn't nine eleven <laughs> Pearl Harbor before breakfast. Uh, yeah, like it's it's cool as an action scene, but then when you go back and look at the actual cost, uh, there's there's more to it, and then you realize that they were a 
more or less peaceful society trying to spread their peace. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it is, it is interesting. You, 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 you bring up that, that aspect of, of Star Wars and uh, being able to do it without, without guilt and the, you know, just, you know, it's like they usually like throw in a yeehaw, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeehaw. And then they have their <laughs> whole like personal bonding moment there where he's like, yeah, I just I just need this release. Really been up up in my head. Oh, that's that's a good place to be. You know, you just gotta let me in sometimes. <laughs> We're partners, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. That I mean, there's there's great bonding between them, but they're also per- performing mass, you know, destruction <laughs> and terror. Yeah. Uh, as as they go through the the city, it, they actually helped create. In the in the in the in the. Uh, post show, like behind the scenes, um, Jeff Loveness talks about uh, talks about that Star Wars moment, where like, yeah, like the the rebels they they're killing like hundreds of thousands of of storm you know people, and that they're fine with that, you know, and they're just having fun, like yeehaw. Um, and and I think that's that's interesting, and it's not necessarily here. It actually leads into another question later, but uh, you know the them setting up that the the aliens are are peaceful like as, as you said uh maybe still trying to infect but in the same way unity is right like making a place the world a better place the galaxy a better place um but i but i wanted to just throw a quick note out there about like star wars like the original trilogy trilogy they the empire was evil there was like no there's it was black and white there was there was no gray in there whatsoever sure and then uh, in the Force Awakens, with Finn becoming kind of a uh, an ex stormtrooper, it showed that there there were there was gray there, and then they proceeded to just completely forget any of that by uh, Rise of Skywalker when they just <laughs> they're just killing people left and right. So, um, uh, yeah, different different directors, different vision. <laughs> so, uh, catch all of that in our Star Wars podcast. That will never happen. Uh, actually, we've done several Star Wars-based episodes on Aesthetic Enthusiasm. That's so right. go check That's those right. out. Um, all right. Other things. Uh, I mentioned nonlinear storytelling. Uh, you talk about that post-show uh, behind the scenes. Dan Harmon actually talks about this being sort of their first attempt at a nonlinear uh, presentation of the story. Just throw in that story circle right out the window. <laughs> um, I'm, sure, I'm sure it worked its way in in some ways. But... Uh, yeah. And, and we get to, instead of seeing stories where they begin, um, we actually kind of pick up in the middle and play through and then get, and then realize that, that summer was with them. And then we have to go back and hear summer's side of the story and, 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 and get, get more information. How, how, how do you think it played within the episode? Do you think it was an effective means of telling the story or uh, were you, were you not feeling it? Uh, you and I, you and I talked about this last night. Um, we may, it may have been on the stream. It may have been after afterward, but I think that both of us were in the, in the mindset that especially on the first watch anyway, that it, it didn't really work. Right. But that we both agreed that in order for them to have forgotten summer, the the audience needed to not know that they were forgot summer either that that makes that that reveal that much more effective we're like oh shit they left they left summer there oh i did oh i didn't even know summer was gonna be in this episode right um so i i i think initially i i didn't i didn't like it 
No, I did. No, we did see like in Reddit and in some on some social media talking about. Well, they were making fun of that three weeks earlier, uh, kind of trope before, and uh, in and we and we talked about it. I don't think this is a three weeks earlier thing. You know, we start stories where they're uh, where they begin, not when they become interesting, and this the story started where it was was interesting it had a brief reprieve in the middle um and then and then it continued on from from there and that 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 piece in the middle was just like a uh it's not even it's not even a third necessarily of the episode itself it's just a, like a brief uh, uh a brief filter or not filter a right. brief filler um yeah but um, you're talking about summer's recap yeah 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 her, her yeah. unreliable narrating of of the situation where she's yes. just she's filling in the blanks of what happened that she knows how, of. Could, how could you have known that you weren't there well, i filled in some gaps you know <laughs> people, people knew about steve and bruce in the office what what are, i mean what, what, did you, what did you what did you think of that right like like i'm not i'm not necessarily impressed by non-linear storytelling but you know like good when, when it's done really it. effectively and it's done in a, in some cool ways like uh, like the movie Memento, I thought like when that first came out, I was like, oh, this is like neat and it's different. And um, I, I think it was a little jarring for me on, on first watch of, of the show because it's not something they've done traditionally in in the show. So I, I wasn't expecting it. And so then it was like, oh, OK, so we already saw this and now we're going to go back. You know, is that. You know, did, did they have to do that? I, I realized as, as we were talking that to make that joke about forgetting summer really land, it, it is one of the best ways to do it. And then it's also great because you, you don't know anything about Glorzo or about these, these, these face huggers and you, you don't have any expectations. So like they say, there's no guilt when they're blowing everybody up. It's because you don't know that they have any kind of relationship yeah. or that they've built any kind of trust with these folks. And so then to go back then and see, you know, how it all happened, you know, how, how summers rise to power by being a toothpicker, uh, you know, like all of these things, it then gives you a different perspective when you think back to that. And I will say that my second viewing of this with all of that in mind really made me appreciate the first part of the episode even more. And then, and then the entire episode as a whole, as, as, uh, as I, as I kind of sorted that all out. Yeah. 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 Which, which, which begs the question that D squeeze asked us last night, which I mean, do you feel sorry for the aliens after you've seen, uh, you know, comparing the, the first piece of the episode to when we find out their backstory? Sorry for them getting like viciously Erat destroyed. eradicated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I, I mean, it's Rick and Morty. I, I, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, know. I mean, you're not like, you're not going to start a, uh, a foundation where you're like, Glorzo, <laughs> glory to Glorzo Foundation, where we, where we want, we make the writers of Rick and Morty rewrite that scene to give the Glorzoians a happy ending. No, no, none of that's going to happen. No, no justice for Glorzo. No, and any of that. Uh, Free Glorzo. But, <laughs> um, but I, I, I think even within like watching the episode, when you go back and realize that the sort of society that they're trying to build and, and you get to know the characters a little bit more. It does, it does make me feel like sorry for them a little bit. 
And uh, and even like as they're walking away is Summer's big plan to escape where, you know, execute them by putting them in their car. Like they're, they start murdering them all again with harmonicas. And you're like, what? They're not. I I don't know. Like they they they're relatively peaceful. You don't have to like destroy them. You just have to do enough to get away. Yeah, yeah. And they, and and for most of that, Rick's just sitting in his car. So like, like it's, it's not like they're fighting back that hard. They're 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 looking for justice from you, uh, committing genocide. That's that's just like oh you know what? I mean, they they killed half our three quarters of our population. It's fine. It's fine. Let, just let them go. You know, there's there's justification there to to want to kill Rick and Morty and Summer. <laughs> we hate you most of all. Whatever it is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so from that perspective, I mean, it's they're animated characters, so I don't have any real feel for them. Uh, but uh, you know, there's there's a, a piece of me that's like, ah, oh, poor. Was it Stephen Bruce? <laughs> I think I think it's Stephen Bruce. I the, got a note around here. Lovers, the Stephen Bruce lovers. Yeah, I, I Stephen Bruce. I feel yeah. bad for those. Um, I, I I had to I had to point this out. Um. Because I think a lot of us are a lot of us are forgetting it, and I say a lot of us have folks in Reddit, folks in who who have watched the episode, uh, like the borderline incest piece with with Rick and Morty. Two things: one, again, it's it's Summer's unreliable narration of the event and her filling in details, um, yep. and kind of uh, alongside the the pilot where they're like, "Shut up, Summer," and she's like, "Oh, so you guys can." whatever she says uh, to Rick and Morty at, at the end of it. Um, so there, there, there's that first piece. And the second piece is that the point of that was to show that these, these two aliens sure they're on Rick and Morty, but they have their own personalities right. and that, yeah. and that they are in love with each other, not Rick and Morty. So the aliens are, are, I want, I want to suck on you. I want to suck <laughs> on you all day long. Yeah. And, and, and Steve even makes that, that sort of, a little bit more clear calls it out when summer's like i think you should get off my off my brother's face and he's like who's your brother oh him yeah i i forgot he was there yeah right like and and that was that was another challenge for me throughout the episode was you know div splitting those characters splitting morty from steve or you know rick from bruce uh because they they decided to use the Rick and Morty's voices for the characters. So it's, 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 it's an interesting dynamic there where you're like, okay, this, this person is being controlled by a face hugger. So it is not the person that is the host, but they still have a lot of similar characteristics or, you know, the things that they say, the way that they talk uh, often seems similar. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to separate it. Uh, but it was definitely not Rick and Morty. Shut the uh, fuck up, yeah. Rick. Wait, who's who's <laughs> Rick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One, they were not trying to start a family, uh, Rick and Morty style. Um, all right, moving on to a couple other thoughts uh, from the episode. Um, one thing that I noticed: are B plots not a thing anymore? Uh, this 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 episode is a second since the the short hiatus. Uh, obviously we had our interdimensional our, our interdimensional RSS our interdimensional cable-esque episode the anthology with the story train uh those episodes can have b plots but they 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 waver um and then this episode really like ha do you feel like there was a b plot at all like is it is it, it there there wasn't one 
No, no, there there wasn't there wasn't really one in it, and that and that and that's okay that that there wasn't one. That not all, not all episodes have have B plots, and that that that's fine. Um, I I think what's interesting you you mentioned here that that Jerry makes honey now as as a real real quick aside, and it's not that's not even a B plot. It's just like oh hey Jerry's making honey, and then the the end credit stinger right. right. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think B plots are, are great if you don't necessarily know what your, your entire self-contained story is going to be. If you have that story, you don't necessarily need, need a B plot, right? Cause, uh, I, I've always said this about, um, Ricksty minutes, the first interdimensional cable episode. I don't need, I don't need the B plot necessarily, uh, that, that felt like a, a loose, um, through line to make sure that we could have these episodes. Right. Sure. Um, so, so B plots to me are, are sometimes extraneous. Uh, if, if there's a, if there's a good, a good standalone episode, but I don't, I don't think B plots are going away necessarily. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna They're gone, but I, 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 I miss them a little bit. And, and, and I'd be honest in saying, I feel like this season, while there have been some good, like, jerry moments where like jerry floating through the sky <laughs> in the uh the the snake snake jazz episode um i there there was a trend when the show started of you know you have some crazy adventure with rick and morty and then you had some like real grounded like you oh. know relationship drama or something between Beth and Jerry or something going on with summer at home. And it, it almost, it almost created like a balance in the episode where it was like crazy over the top adventure with, you know, I'm going to blow my brains out if you ever cheat with him, Beth, you know, like, you know, that kind of, and, and while we, we have gotten to a point where Beth and Jerry are good, unless uh, Trisha or whatever her name is, ends up uh, having her way with Jerry uh, out at the beehive. Like right now they're in a good place. That's great. But I, I, I would, I would be lying if I was, if I said, I, I don't miss some of that, uh, that other, the, the rest of the Smith family, realistically, you know, we, we, we get summer in this episode, uh, but there's, you know, yeah. there, they they got the whole package, so that's, that's right. I, I I'd like to see a little bit more of it. This is me again trying to <laughs> to inject my opinions on the show. You guys are doing a great job. Keep keep doing what you're doing. That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I was just um, just curious about that. Yeah, uh, I I I like to bring up Jerry about this uh, because this is this is in the in the notes, but this is something I I was thinking about earlier today in in the sense that in this season, um. It almost seems as if Jerry has been made less to be the the doofus that everyone just shits on, and uh, he they're they're riding him in a way that makes him a little bit more likable, a little bit more likable than he was in, in the first two seasons, right? Like even even this honey bit, right? It's they're they're not calling him stupid. They're not they're not disparaging him in any way, shape, or form. They just they just kind of ignore him, right? Right. And, and that's, I, I have that in our, our favorite bits section, but, uh, when, when he says that, uh, he's, um, he's selling or he's making honey now, uh, and then everybody just ignores him. Like it's, uh, I, I like the way that it plays on screen, but it's, it's interesting. Like 
almost to the point where they're like, yeah, Jerry, you just do your thing. You just keep, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So long as you're not hurting anybody, we'll, we'll keep eating our pancakes and you keep being Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in the, in the, um, the, the snake jazz episode, I, my, my brain is going away. I can't remember its episode titles anymore. You know, he, he was self-sufficient that entire thing. And, and, and we, when we talked about it before, like he was, he did that episode on his own, you know? And, and I, I, I like, I like the way they're writing him for these, for these, this season. Um, okay. I want to talk about, I want to talk about something real quick. Well, man, it's a long episode. We didn't, I know, I know where we, we, I said, look, I last said at night, the top, we have a lot to talk about. Last night, we uh, didn't think we were going to have this much to talk about. And, 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 and here we are. Real real quick, Easter egg or alien egg. Huh? Huh? Uh, I, I asked uh, Jeff Loveness on, on Twitter this, this question. I haven't gotten a response yet. But um, one of the things that jumped out at me was the uh, Morty using harmonica and basically make, forcing the aliens to uh, shit out the eggs. Yes. And, uh, and then again, then later, that's how they, they're, they used to escape the planet is, is harmonica on harmonica. And, it, and it struck me last night and I, but it didn't, I didn't piece it together. And I watched it again today and it was like, it got, it got closer. And the third time I watched the episode, I'm like, Oh, this is very reminiscent. At least that piece of a twilight zone episode, which is in season three, episode 30 called hocus pocus and frisbee, uh, where there's a guy who who tells tall tales all the time. He, he basically he's just he exaggerates to to everyone about the, these adventures he goes on, and then these aliens come down and they 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 abduct him uh, because he's he tells all these stories and eventually uh, he wants to escape and they don't want to let him go, and so he always keeps his harmonica on him. And he starts playing the harmonica and the aliens are like, oh, that noise, oh, that, that bearable noise. And he keeps playing it and they eventually let him go. I Which is basically everyone's reaction to a harmonica, I think, <laughs> unless unless it's being plays, played by Blues Traveler. <laughs> Maybe so. But this is in 1962, 1963. Uh, so we had a little bit of time to uh to hate the harmonica over the years so yeah yeah uh, but i i thought i thought if it's uh, if it's not uh, a direct twilight zone easter egg i thought it was really cool to, to have in there but um yeah in the, in the last bit and we, we talked about this a little bit uh earlier but <laughs> Jerry's uh, b plot i just saw sorry darks <laughs> point out this is Jerry's the, the, the chat is going off tonight guys uh if you if you are not watching this show live uh on on twitch and youtube Highly recommend you putting it on your calendar for next week. Uh, we got a lot of good folks saying a lot of good stuff in the chat, and we'll we'll call some of that out here in the next segment. But uh, Philip Marks said last night, actually, um, talking about uh, Rick and Morty connecting in this episode, and I that is something that definitely stood out to me as well. We, we talked about that banter inside the spaceship when when Morty's in the the gunner seat. And, uh, and they're, they're talking about letting each other in. Uh, they also have a little bit of that back at the house, uh, post adventure. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's nice to see, it's nice to see that connection and maybe like a healthy relationship between, between the two of them. But at the same time, I, I, I feel like it's a little forced Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, I don't know. What is your take on that? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm with you there. We, again, 
<laughs> for everyone who's, who's listening to the podcast, we talk about this uh, a little bit on the, on the after show immediately after the episode, um, where, uh, we, we, we talked about the story Lord last week and, uh, there, there's these kind of, these constant, uh, digs and comments like, Oh, let's just, let's just take it easy on our own adventure. Uh, even with, uh, Rick die, Rick Pete, right. And like the, uh, just a classic Rick and Morty adventure, um, that eventually you're like, you know what, like we're, we're good with it. We're on board with whatever you're going to write and whatever you're going to have on screen. Uh, but you don't, it may, and maybe we're reading too much into it, right? Maybe we're, we're some of the sensitive fans where we're like, you know, we don't actually need you to call that, that meta aspect out that much anymore like just you know it's okay it's okay we we we're here with you and we support yeah. you and everything you do we we expect it we're okay with it carry on go <laughs> go for it go for it yeah um but but i do uh what i do like is that uh in the in the bit of uh beth and jerry demanding more responsibility from rick that it is that it has turned into a a closer connection with them where they're like because it's um it's consensual they're they're adventuring that, <laughs> right yeah yeah everybody's cool with it yeah exactly exactly right yeah so uh all right it is time to now move into our favorite bits from the episode we are going to we're going to rapid fire through these real quick uh but uh, one of my favorite lines from the episode, uh, yeah, everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Uh, th- again, another mention uh, of podcasting in this episode, and uh, I'm trying to take as not a personal dig uh, at the two of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dan Dan had a podcast for years and years and years that he did uh, with Harmontown. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, podcasting is fun to make. Um, some podcasts are fun to listen to. Uh, not all of them are, are super fun though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the, there, there's, I, I, I feel like podcasting is just a really easy joke to, to make, uh, generally nowadays, but that he said that in, uh, reference to like a true crime podcast where, which it sounded very, the one that someone was listening to talking about like Gorka or Gurkha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and summoning Gurkha and, just how low quality it was and how uh, like amateur it, it was. And so it came off as, as very, very boring because it's, it was like one woman who's like telling the story, but, and I want to summon Gurkha. <laughs> and, and she's been talking about it for three episodes. So <laughs> You're right. yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, no, moving not on you, Travis, you're interesting and everybody loves you. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, all right. So next up, uh, did I at least sell out and sell vitamins or something? <laughs> this is the line that Rick says when he sees that he is a, uh, what it, it's some sort of YouTube Ustream type, uh, the, the Glorzo version of YouTube and the uh, anti-evolution Rick, who's got his his own views on on, on YouTube, uh, I I just love the uh, idea that he's 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 aware that you got to sell out sometimes to <laughs> to make money in this biz. And uh, but he 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 reminds you to please like and sub new episodes each Glorious Day. So yeah. so make sure you're turning tune in each Glorious Day. um what i uh one of the things i really really loved was in in the 
in the alien series, it's, it's so difficult to get rid of the aliens. And, uh, you know, obviously there, there's been so many sequels for them and prequels that, uh, summer's attempt at having a thing, the toothpick is what easily defeats the aliens. Uh, I'm a toothpicker now. Yeah. (laughs) It's her thing. It's her uh, thing. Every time I watch it, I'm like, that alien, that alien is going to push that toothpick in her mouth and she's going (laughs) to choke. It's going to push it into the back of her mouth. She's going to choke. She's got a, she's got a real good lip handle on the toothpick. (laughs) She's the toothpicker. She's, (laughs) she's, it's, it's who she is. Uh, and then when she gets back to the house, she pulls the toothpick out again. Uh, so she hasn't, she hasn't given up on the toothpick. Um, (laughs) I, I I like the line where they say uh, they they really shouldn't have gone with swords, uh, and that that Morty's complaining that his wrists are killing him, uh, and then I think he asked for a laser whip, uh, but but yeah, a, a, a sword isn't a, a practical weapon per se when you have unlimited tech technological resources. So I don't know. It's it, it was interesting. It's it's a nice nod to like why why swords? Why would we do this? <laughs> Why, why, why swords? Uh, you, you, you have on here the ending. Look, wait, mom, I'm making an egg, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that entire ending, um, where they think they're about to die. Daddy loves you, Beth, uh, and then they end up just uh, both having a poop. That's right. That's right. And and let me let me just say, as a as a fan of the unreliable narrator device, uh, Scary Terry mentioned this as well. Uh, summer unreliable, unreliably narrating, and uh, and uh, I had to fill in the gaps. I, re- I really, I really enjoyed that that piece of it. Yeah. For, yeah. Oh, oh. And while we're on the topic of summer, her her sen- sentencing them to death, and, <laughs> and just how how poorly executed her plan was. Yeah. <laughs> Where's like put I them in plan. the car, and then to make sure that it is carried <laughs> out, I will also go into the car where we will drive away. And die. Uh, it's me, uh, the guy who, who's always accused of whining too much. Um, it's now my time to shine. I feel like Dan did a lot of voices in this episode. He did. did. He did. He, he kept popping up. Yeah, in, including this song, as as yeah. as 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 we know. Uh, uh, all right, that's it for the main thing. If if you caught stuff we didn't catch, make sure you send us a tweet, send us an email, send us a Facebook comment, how, send us a carrier pigeon, however you want to do it. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you thought about the episode. Uh, some of these folks are letting us know. These are listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, we, we've dropped these names already tonight. Uh, Philip Marks and Scary Terry Folds. Uh, lighten it up in the chat. Uh, yeah, so we talked about the genuineness between Rick and Morty lately. Uh, that was Philip Marks' comment. And then earlier we talked about Justin Roiland's uh, Mother's Day card that he is uh, he's raising funds for. Uh, Scary Terry Fold's letting us know that it's at almost $800 right now Ooh. For, the, for the card. So thank you. Thank you for that update. Let's all pitch uh, in together, everybody. Yeah, we'll, everybody. We'll let's it. all pitch in and buy, buy <laughs> Justin's card. And we'll, we'll send it around to each other uh, on a, on a, what, a rotating week or month, month schedule. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll send out a, a Google Sheets uh, for signups. <laughs> you get it this week, and then you send it to the next person. Yeah. yeah. And take, yeah. take a picture. Well, what if they us? can't have it that week? All right. Well, we'll have two okay. sheets, well, and we'll have to cross-reference them. <laughs> look, look, look. We can't we can't be in charge of everybody's week. You have to if you want to switch weeks with somebody, work it out with them, and then and update the sheet. Look, I I can't <laughs> I can't schedule everybody's uh, card time. 
Uh, okay, look at I'm looking through. Um, yeah, you mentioned Jerry's B plot, spelled B E E, from Sire Dark earlier. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Was, that was really good stuff. Um, and then yeah, just shout out to you know Brian Newton and uh, uh, who else has been uh sending us tweets like literally <laughs> during this episode. Um. Oh, I, I don't uh, know. Uh, people have been sending tweets during the episode. Uh, yeah, Ryan oh. Ryan Elder uh was commenting about uh making music inspired by Farscape. So oh. uh, there's a, there's a whole sub sub conversation happening out on Twitter. Make sure you're following on Twitter. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I I this is the time when we would uh you know share uh, recent reviews uh, of the podcast or or things. Uh, of that nature emails that that you've sent us uh but guys i mean unity you, you gotta help us out so if 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 you are new to the show or you've been listening since day one but you have not written a review for the podcast uh, i implore you to to take take a few minutes head over to apple Podcasts, leave a review it doesn't have to be very long let us know what you like don't like about the show be honest with your feedback we can take it we're we're Glorzo is peace. Uh, but yeah, and, and let us know what you think about the episode. We really appreciate it and it helps others find the show as well. And uh, yeah, send us those emails. Again, doesn't have to be long, uh, but it's great hearing from you, hearing what you guys think about the episode. So yeah, yes, do do us that stuff. Uh, and, and maybe you watch the episode Sunday night. You're milling around the house Monday morning. Shoot, shoot, shoot us a note. And uh, this this is where we... We'll we'll share the love and your name uh, on the podcast. Your your name here. Uh, this is this basically this is essentially a bus stop ad. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Uh, I've got I've got a green screen uh, for those who are listening to the podcast. You don't see this, uh, but I got green screen. I got I got Glorzo uh, with Morty on the cover of it. Uh, you know your your name could be there. Your name could, yeah. it could be just scrolling. The names could be scrolling behind me. Like congratulations. Was, were there any hot were there any hot takes on the Reddit, Mr. Reddit mod? No, I didn't actually include any. Sorry. A lot okay. of them said, said everything that we were saying. You know what? Maybe maybe we were just we, we were just good enough. Yeah, we were just good <laughs> enough. The the one thing was the 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 text thread of do you have Alzheimer's over and over and over <laughs> oh. again. I did. I did want. I did want to mention mention that that interdimensional cable keeps coming up, but like in the background of things, and and I'm I'm okay with that. They're including it, but they're not including it as far as yeah, yeah. It's just like it's there. Yeah, it's it, just a nod to it every it, once in a it's while. Like the McBain, it's, it's, it's like the McBain. It's good. It's good. It's like the McBain if they, of the if Simpsons. they just throw in like a random commercial like once an episode. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah, not it's, a problem. Like I said, it's it's like the McBain of the Simpsons. Eventually, you can you you're going to be able to piece all the clips together, and it's going to have an entire episode. Look, maybe look, look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Look we'll up see. McBain we'll put together on. Yeah, all right, okay. you guys go look that up. If you're listening to the audio podcast, this is where we're about to say goodbye. If you're here for the live show, stick around because we were going to have our post show right after this. If right you want to hear the post show, make sure you tune in. Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, for the podcast and the subsequent post show. Until then, goodbye. I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. And thank you for your time and dedication.